Good morning. On this episode, uh, we'll be discussing the state <clears throat> of women's wrestling uh, with the the recent releases of um, women wrestlers over the past you know few months and the state of like the product as far as like the storylines and multiple title changes. We're just gonna be talking about the overarching women's wrestling um today um discussing like the different promotions from AEW to WWE to Impact to the Indies all that sorts and um some of our favorites and you know what is lacking and what do we wish that would come back maybe to uh to the um to back to the forefront from what we watched back you know when we was growing up and stuff like that so yeah get ready for this episode um Gonna be a nice episode talking about the women's, um, technical women's evolution of wrestling and um, the state of it. So I'm um, looking forward to talking about it. And we'll see you guys. In, we'll see you guys in a minute. Hey, how you doing? Fine. It's good. So yeah, let's get in. Um, let's get back. So, um, we're gonna talk about the state of the women's professional women's wrestling. Um, yeah, um, you know, I, like I mentioned earlier, that um, that um, some of the um. That you know, some re- some some releases happened in women's wrestling, professional wrestling the past few months, and a lot of great assets you know were cut or you know released, you know from from WWE and various other companies, or you know some of them had to minor re- minor retire or had to go back, you know, or certain some stuff came up in their lives and stuff like that, and um. You know, after us talking about how successful and how AW is going, um, and you know, adding Andrade to the scene now, and then you know, talking about I know that's you know, that's he's not I mean, obviously he's a man, but like you know, adding um you know, um actually giving the belt to Britt Baker and see how well she improved over the years, and now she's the top woman wrestler in W in um AEW right now, rightfully so. Also, with the um, you know, oh, you you probably heard about the um, the Triple H has said about the um, the women's roster in WWE being the best in the world, and I um, I understand where he's coming from with that insight, but uh, I beg the difference, sir. I think that's his own opinion, but I feel like you should, if you want, if you wanted to say that, um, he should include like you know, like every all the the broader scope. Of women's wrestling, a lot of great women, women athletes out there, and I think I think we did an episode about this thing a few, I think uh, last year, about the top fifty wrestlers who made the the um, PWI list. But this time, I really wanted to talk about like the state of women's wrestling right now. Because first, I feel like you know, obviously, John, you know, like when we was in college, we was kind of at that peak of women's wrestling. If you if you want to agree to me, if you want to say that, you know, like when no, the full- no, I'm trying to disagree. I mean, what? even from a day perspective, I feel like the peak for them would have been 2018. To, okay. To like WrestleMania 35. Okay. 
from okay. like the whole company standpoint for them, but you know. So you wouldn't agree that the um, like like the like you know the aforementioned like you know that that peak of NXT when we had um the infamous Sasha Banks Bailey feud and the, when the full was, was good, NXT. but I feel like you it's know the whole. I mean, the bear. I mean, from like, like, like I said, from, basically Ronda Rousey's arrival in WWE made them like the whole company pay attention more to the women's uh, wrestling. Uh-huh. Like Ronda's uh, run as Raw Women's Champion, like actually made it seem like it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, not not to discredit like any past women's championships runs there, but like it, it like they put more emphasis on it. They may feel like uh, this regularly main start main event shows, like not just like the TV but pay views as well. It did like for that run from her arrival to like WrestleMania 35 when it's the main event of WrestleMania. I feel like that was kind of like you know the peak for like women specifically in WWE in general. There, mm. you know, that also uh, when got evolution of these first ever all women's pay per view as well. So, yeah, which they still haven't done since. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, we can go on a tangent about that too later, but um. Yeah, like um, the reason I say like I feel like the that era of when we was in college, you know, obviously I think yeah, you, I I do agree with you that that era of that two thousand eight run with AJ Lee and all those um, well, AJ you know, Lee was late before, way after two thousand eight. Oh, so like two thousand eight is like that whole that was Michelle McCool, Michelle McCool era and stuff yes. like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. AJ Lee's like she was on. She's like that 2012 ish. Yeah, I mean that was that was like her peak, but even then, it was. I mean AJ was great, but like the rest uh-huh. of the roster wasn't really too par at that point. Yeah, it was really, I think a lot of them were gone really, by then. Like you know, Beth Phoenix and all of them were gone. Yeah, I think at yeah, that time, I think like so. Beth Phoenix just retired. Like uh, like right before AJ Lee got her big run. So mm-hmm. like I mean it was the same year I think. So yeah. But even then, so, like, yeah. the, the problem is, what? like, oh, I mean, go because, like, the whole problem with, like, specifically day women's wrestling is they had, like, for all the years, they had several good women's talents, but, like, the people in charge didn't, like, see it that way. And mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of fingers to point around via Bissick Man, even Stephanie Mecca, she was him creative, but, like, you know, some story lines she was writing for the uh, woman at that point weren't exactly, like, great or anything. No, mm. I think uh, a problem with Kevin Dunn, J- John Laurinaitis, yeah, you know, guys like that. You know, at the time they just didn't care for the women's wrestling. You know, they give them like mm. uh, here's your here's your three minutes. Even at that, you know, sometimes sometimes the barometers get like closer to like uh, you know eight or nine minutes. But like most time it would be like some of them were nine seconds and pull the women in one segment together. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, so and like you see stories like past uh, women there like. Michelle McCool, Victoria, Molina, you know, Mickey James. Mm-hmm. Like they all said, like, yeah, we had like a girl Kim and everyone who's been the, you know, had uh, you know, Eric agree with this about you know, the the treatment of women from that uh, you know, mid to like early twenty ten period of yeah. Like, yeah, we wanted to be better, but like we had we would practice, do all these things like that. Like, you know, they would come in to cut our time, change the finishes, uh, or have them even go out and retake matches and cause uh, yeah. the, because at one point they, was, they got yelled at because were the match was too good and they weren't wrestling like a uh, woman supposed to be wrestling. Yeah, you know, I think, even like Chris Jericho told him like you know let them go out there and do it. So Chris Jericho was like kind of one of the few people. I mean, I'm sure there's more, but like well, a few people actually tell him like you know let the women go out there and wrestle. You know, they're good. Yeah. Like, you know? 
Yeah, they can like, carry I, a show. Clearly, you know, with the evolution thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, this is, I mean, that's awesome. Like, but yeah, you like, understand, but I understand like what you said about the 2008 run. Yeah, like, you know, like you had a whole bunch of women who, who are good. Actually, really, you know, really great refs, like you said, Melina, Mickey James, and um, Michelle McCool. Like, they trained themselves, you know. And, and, and it's kind of surprising hearing it from Michelle because, you know, she is, you know, was married. Well, she is still technically married to, you know, the, the main, the, to the big guy, Undertaker. Um, mm-hmm. So it was kind of, you know, that's kind of you know, not just not surprising, but it's kind of a little bit shocking that you know kind of input wasn't into it from a guy who's you know who's been with that company for years, and she you know. But I understand that whole mindset. And I just I just said like I do. I, I most of the blame goes to John Laurinaitis and and Kevin Dunn. And yeah, I just said Vince Vince is booking that, but they have some inputs too. And I feel like you know is. I, I can't even say it's gotten better over recent years. It's, it's kind of like in the same stalemate. Um, that's why I'm mean, kind the of doing this. In, well, for mostly in Ray Towns' perspective, knows better. But yes, like, oh, in Ray is amazing. I mean, yeah. every every now and then, the kind they still have a good match. But like, and I'm glad more people are noticing. But like, especially on like SmackDown, you start noticing like most of those matches on SmackDown are now like back to. You know, the sub five minute matches they've been having mm-hmm. in years past, and you know, everyone's saying, like, you yeah, know, give them some time, but you know, that's yeah, it's never really do it, so exactly. And I think that's just because you know, SmackDown being two hours and no SmackDown does not have to be three hours, it's just they need to dedicate more time to you know, to a storyline, like you know with the women or just trying to build something up to something down the line. Like, you know, but I understand they're trying to make a little bit of effort with the whole, with, um, with the, like, for instance, with the, um, the Bianca, um, Bianca Bailey feud. I feel like they, I feel like, you know, it's not the best build up, but it's, it's way better than the Rhea Ripley, um, Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair feud. I, I know mean, both of, I mean, I, I don't remember, so I don't get what, uh, yeah. Charlotte Rhea's. Oh no! If I get that's like they've both been like facing Nikki Cross a couple of weeks ago or something. Yeah. Like that. But but even for me, like the B- Bianca Bailey feud is just it's like the whole point of it just them laughing each other now. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and like it's not. I mean, the problem with SmackDown Women's Division in general is just there's no depth to there's it. There's nobody like, there. It's like only like four women now. Yep. So there's like so they they really can't do anything. So I don't I don't blame it like Bianca or Bailey for this. It's just mm-hmm. they, they don't have anything to work with at the moment. So yeah. And speaking of um, you know, like you said about SmackDown, you know, let's get into the the the, the WWE Women's roster. As far as you know, right now I'm looking at it on uh, Wikipedia. So I'm gonna start with the SmackDown one since that's so bare bone right now. Like you mentioned, you got Bailey, Bianca, Carmella, Liv Morgan. Natalia Reckoning, who is Mia Yim, she hasn't shown up. She probably won't show up because uh, her fiance is out of, you know, out of out of um, commission for the time being. So yeah, so she's so she's sidelined. Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks is kind of on hiatus. I'm using air quotes because you know they just setting her up to come back down the line. So, uh, but Sasha's, you know, um, you know, have we ever seen Sasha's WrestleMania, which is Typical WWE booking, like when a big, when they lose a big match at WrestleMania, take time off to, you know, stuff like that. Sonya Deville, who who doesn't wrestle no more, she's an authority figure, and you got Tamina. 
So that's the SmackDown there. That that's it. You know, Ruby Riot was on here. He's gone. Um for Raw, Raw has a lot more leeway, but I'll get to it in a minute. So Alexa you got Alexa Bliss, Oscar, Becky Lynch, who was only um she's inactive, she got maternity leave. Um Charlotte Flair, Dana Brooke, Eve Eve Marie, she's coming back on Monday. I don't care. Lacey Evans, she's on maternity leave. Mandy Rose, Naomi, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley, and Shayna Baszler. So that is the that is the women's roster right now. So for both you know for both brands, Raw and SmackDown, I'm not counting NXT. NXT, you know, um, but way by far, I think you know. I, obviously, there's just not a lot of star power. There's some star power in NXT, but um, as far as the main roster, it's struggling. It is struggling. Like, like I mentioned this last week, um, and you can chime in too, John. I think with them getting rid of like you know the iconics and you know getting rid of uh, and well, I'm not gonna say releasing the iconics, you're releasing you know Lana and releasing um, um, uh, Ruby Ryan and who's releasing a few of these women. Um, who were in tag teams or who were tag teams, and now they have these obscured women's tag team championships, which will never ever be used. Like there's only there's no tag teams now. Like like for instance, like, like you know, like the tag team champions are Natalia and Tamina. Nobody like unless they make it like what they probably like you said they're gonna probably make a makeshift team. Or some bull crap, but there's only team I think is technically left is Mandy Rose and and Dana Brooke. But that that tag division, I, I I will never never understand why they did that. I understand, you know, it was a cool concept and it was very innovative, but don't do. They need to do something about that because they just it's not it's not working. It never worked. They mm-hmm. had these plans, of, you know. I like the plans when they had it at first of like like when Sasha and Bailey were the inaugural champions mm-hmm. and then you know they were they were the first champions and then they wanted you know won it in the, the chamber that was awesome, you know, good great moment and then they they announced you know they went to Raw the next night and then they went to NXT, which was kinda like what? They went to NXT and then they were you know saying that they, they were willing to defend it on all brands and it was all I don't know if I don't know if it was just me, but I was I was excited for that. I was like, oh man, they were actually gonna defend it all best. I mean, this is kind of what you know it, it'll give more of the secondary women a chance to step up, you know. Just you know, whether it's a tag team or something like that, they can all step up, but they only like Sasha and Bailey didn't really defend they fit they fit the title, but mostly on the main roster more so. So um so so yeah, I don't mean really go on a tangent, but like what you so what's your standpoint on the, the women's tag team division or what what's left of it? <laughs> I mean, like I said, there's no there's nothing left to it. Like I said, there's like two teams there. I remember because I remember a couple weeks ago someone mentioned that they has like six different tag team divisions, you know, between all the mm-hmm. shows. And like it one of them only has two tag teams in it, which to me just seems like why why even have a tag team division mm-hmm. at this point? Uh, I mean, the the idea behind the most tattoo division was good, but it just in execution, 
yeah. you know, it's been all bad just because, you know, they just stopped caring for it. I mean, they has mm-hmm. a bad record with a uh, t- male tag team. So I guess, you know, you put two, the, you know, two and two together. It's going to, of course, they're going to have a bad women's tag team division as well. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, they split that off from uh, the NXT tag, uh, uh, women's tag division, which mm-hmm. seemed completely unnecessary. And when, you know, the, the women's tag team was could have, could easily just been to NXT for a couple of months or so, and they yeah. come back to the main roster. And like it just seemed so unnecessary that you know the whole thing just got kind of got like messed up and thrown around now. So, mm-hmm. and like I said, they released so many women that you know there's a bare boned, uh, well, at least on SmackDown, bare boned uh, women's division now. But you know, the problem is they haven't replaced those women that they released yet. So, you know, what can you really do at this moment? Yeah, in this. It's, you know, like, you know, and we might as well talk about the NXT roster. You know, like, there's a lot of, you know, phenomenal women, but a lot of them you really don't not, you really don't see, but you can see potential when um, Aaliyah, uh, I, uh, um, um, I don't even know who she, and a lot of these women on NXT are in the Performance Center, so a lot of, they, they're on the roster technically, so... You know, B-Fab, Candice LeRae, um, Cora Jade, Dakota Kai, Amber Moon, Frankie Monet, but um, I'm, I'm not calling her. It's Taya Valkyrie. That's what I'm going to call her. Um, Gigi Dolan, um, Indy Hartwell, Io Shirai, Jesse Camilla, Cassie Casanaro, Kaden, Kaden, mm, Kaden Carter, um, Marina Sharif. Wow, she's still there. Wow. Okay. She's still, she's still employed. I'm surprised by that. Mercedes Martinez, um, Raquel Gonzalez, Saray, Chelsea Blackheart, Tegan Knox. Wow, she's still there. But she's in that. She, she got hurt again? Wow. She stay getting hurt. Um, Tony Storm, Zia Lee, Zada, Lamia, and Zoe Stark. And that's it. That That is the um, NXT roster. Um, obviously, it's going to be a little bit bigger than the, than the main roster. But... Um, most of the women that's on the NXT roster are, you know, are in the performance center and they haven't been on TV or maybe do some stuff behind the scenes. But a lot of them are not on the main roster um, or, 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 or wrestling on TV. But so, so what you think about the NXT roster, women's roster right now? You are you somewhat enjoying it right now for what for what they're working with right now? Or you still think it's some work that needs to be done? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really watch NXT, so okay. I mean, from a talent standpoint, they have good uh, women there, but uh, like I said, they they have like a lot of they also have like a lot of women performance there that they just don't use. So, <laughs> and yeah, to me, I feel that's the biggest problem. It's like they in Germany they sign like a bunch of people that they don't have no real plans for them because uh, I know they signed uh, Priscilla Kelly, which like a standout from like a. Uh, Independence, and then like they only used her like a couple times for like uh for the uh women's tag team tournament, and they just have done for her now. So, and like, well, what's the point of signing her if you can't find anything for her? Or, I mean, there was a couple people like that from the years past. Like, they had uh Dion Perrazzo, who's a currently yes. uh impact uh knockouts women's champion there, and like mm. they had her for like for a year and they never really did anything with her. And then, like, they tried to do some of her, then she like, didn't just release her. Same thing with, like, Chelsea Green. They just, they didn't do with her enough for, like, a, almost a year, and they just kind of, 
well, okay, maybe we'll, we'll try to push you, but then it's like, yeah, we just got nothing for you. So, mm-hmm. I mean, from a talent standpoint, like, obviously, like, he has probably the best in ring uh, in North America. But I feel like right now, just kind of ends where it makes uh, Raquel's not really. I don't know. I feel like I don't really like Raquel. I mean, Same. I feel like she's in that. Like she's like uh like her t- team with uh, Dakota is reminiscent of like Shawn Michaels and Diesel back in like uh mid nineties, three day mm-hmm. uh, you know. But like the start of the team, what of that point was Shawn Michaels. You know, Diesel was originally his bodyguard. Then Diesel got his personality, became more, you know, active, became more wrestler. You know, he got over so in his own. But like to me, I feel like it's the reverse here. Like Dakota is like I was uh you know, my opinion, the, the better of the two has the more oh, yeah, no character, or wrestler, I think. But then they still went with Raquel. And you know, Raquel doesn't really have that personality or anything to really stand up besides that she's like, you know, tall and strong and they're yeah. trying. They're trying to make her like I was like seeing the like close from like this uh like little press conference they did every day, and like they're trying to make Raquel just like oh she's a big deal she's a big deal like please pay attention she's a big deal, then like it, but like no it really cares for her so yeah like, I, feel, I, I feel like that's I feel like you know from outside looking I feel like it's kind of hurt like perception of the uh, women's division at the moment for NXT is just. Mm-hmm. You know, put on the like coming off of like Yoshirai, you know, who's a f- phenomenal wrestler, like one of the best, oh, yeah. like, not in the company, just in the world. Then going like it's a downgrade to Raquel here. So. <laughs> yeah, he, it's funny. It's funny you say that because you sound like my father. My father was like, you know, how you go from an amazing performer like Io Shirai to Raquel Gonzalez, you know, <laughs> like that. You know, it's just basically like from night and day. It's like two completely different styles and two completely different people who, who hold that title and um. I don't think, Ra- I mean, like, you know, no shade to her, but, like, Raquel is not, you know, to me, a suitable person to to wear the NXT Women's Champion. I do respect the fact that she worked hard to get to it, but I feel like, you know, they're, like, I, I, and obviously I do think it will probably be the, you know, I getting that strap, I don't know when, but I think that's probably what's going to lead down to, like, you know, I don't need you type of scenario. The breaking up of those two, and then if Dakota gets the strap finally after years and years of fighting for it and stuff like that. I'm hopefully that's going to be the route they're going. I think that's a nice story for that. But it's just wait and see. But, um, yeah, division, I feel like it's – and then and now they added the tag team to that with Candice LeRae and e- Andy Hartwell – and I'm like, what? I said, they want WWE will not learn. They will not learn when enough is enough. It's just too much stuff, and they just don't, you know. I understand, you know, a lot of other companies are doing the whole, but WWE has a bad reputation about that. Um, but I, I don't want to, you know, we'll get back into the that one, but um. Let's then, you know, and then let's talk about an actually decent, you know, women's roster, you know, going into what I said earlier about Triple H when he said about um um about the about the the raw about about WWE having the best women wrestlers. They do. They have some of the some of the best with the four horsewomen, Oscar, uh, Io Shirai, among others. But don't count out like the um, the impacts and then the all um, AWs and and the other indie um, wrestlers out there. There's a tremendous wrestlers. Speaking of AEW, um, you got Abaddon, Ali, and a J Big Swole. 
Um, Brandy, she's technically there, but she's on maternity leave. Doctor Britt Baker, um, M. Emmy Sakura, he called Sheeta G. Cargill, Chris Stangler, Leva Bates, Layla Hirsch. I actually admit, John, like, I remember we did that podcast about the women. Layla's becoming a very, very um big thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm liking that she's becoming a big time wrestler. Um, um, Behind the scenes, as far as like um, get a lot of notoriety. Um, uh, Mel Nala Rose, um, Penelope Ford, Rebel, Red Velvet, Riho, Serena D, Ty Courtney, and Yuki Suzuki. Um, Suzuki. So, um, that's the women's wrestler for um, at AEW. What you think about the women's wrestler, the women's division AEW? Uh, Stuff with that. Kind of back to what we said. Like it's a good roster on paper. It's just, Mm -hmm. just kind of like the lack of like storylines really for most of Mm -hmm. them at the moment. I mean, you get your Britt Baker promo every week. Get your Jay Cargill promo every week. Then kind of get like the the women's match. You know, Mm -hmm. that's kind of like it. And yeah, I mean, it could be better. Like it's it's good on paper. It just in the more. More creative, uh, you know, stuff for them to do. More, mm-hmm. you know, more storylines, basically. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. Like a lot of the women there, you know, so, I, I see them like uh, on dark and uh, elevation. So, mm-hmm. uh, so you know, I, I see like they more there's like more women's matches there as well. But yeah. you know, like as far as like putting them on dynamite, just you know, just like yeah. some more get that TV feedback. exposure. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them need that TV exposure. Yeah, hopefully with uh, once Rampage start airing, you know, we have have more, uh, you know, more TV time for uh, you know, for the woman there. I think I think that'd be a great thing for a lot of them because um, I do watch Dark um over overall obviously, and um, a lot of them, you know, like you know, I'm a big big Swole fan, you know, uh, I like Red Velvet, you know, she has a lot, you know, I think she'll become a big star down the line. Britt Baker, DMD, obviously, you know, she's the the top woman in the um company right now. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I like Leila Hirsch. John got me into her. She's actually really – he calls she to always be in the top mix. Um, Abaddon, you know, I feel, you know, she, she's great. You know, they have a – like you said, they have a, a, a nice roster on paper. They just have to execute it. And then I think they're going – like you said, I think they're going to vacation of Rampage. I think it'll be a lot better. It's just gonna take some time to build it up. So, um, so going back to WWE, I know we talk about WWE a lot because I feel like <laughs> WWE is more so the the company that you know we watch growing up and seeing about you know what did what what you know, some of the women and stuff like that. And um, um, so what would you? Okay, so now let's say you was the you know the head of booking. You know, how would you, like, if you had a choice to bring up to the main roster and start your own stuff, you know, so with, like, with, with, with the um, with the talent you have now that I just read out from the NXT, a, you know, NXT, um, Monday Night Raw, and, and SmackDown, who would you bring up? Who would you make tag? You know, make the champions. Would you get rid of the tag team titles now, or what would you do in your if, if you was the head of booking for this going forward? See, that's hard thing because that's kind of hard because because like like my idea would basically like just merge the women's rosters. Like in my head, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I mean, Raw could work with it because Raw is three hours. But I feel like SmackDown and Crime would be like limited just because of. Uh, you know, all the other stuff going on there. 
But for me personally, yeah, I would. I would call up. I would call Io Shirai. I feel like after a long run, she had NXT. You know, there's enough really more for her to do there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also call up Tony Storm because I feel like she just has oozes star potential there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was I was always a fan of Tony Storm. You know, uh, even before she came to WWE, I'd probably make her. You know. Uh, you know, one of my top stars. I feel like they have enough, but I, I would give it, like, you know, have, like, new people, like, up in that, bringing them to that, that top tier, because, you know, I feel like one well, of the problems with the women's division is just, you know, four horsewomen, like, most of the time are, like, yeah. just always in the top picture, you know, like, uh, you know, like, like, like all of them, but, like, yeah, at a certain point, you kind of, you kind of need, like, more people, you know, more women to be in that the upper echelon, the roster as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and when they, you know, when they're not there, they just sort of fall back into like, you know, the obscurity of the, you know, the rest of the division there. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a big problem with just like some of the women's if it just feel like they're just like warm bodies there, just only mm-hmm. there for only there when they need like the, you know, the women's or Rumble or Money in the Bank or, you know, Survivor Series. And they don't really do much after that. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, the women's tag team could work. It could have worked if they just like actually stuck to. Defending it all costs all like all the brands, but you know I think they only defended on NXT like once a year, mm-hmm. so you know this is like that kind of just ruined it. But yeah. you know, and, and you know it could have been great just to see like uh, I feel like the that's one of the things you could do is just uh just give her the roster restriction for the woman, you know, just have it could have been great to see like uh Sasha and Bailey, you know, have a, a short spell on NXT. You know, mm. for a while, you know, stay there for like a couple of weeks, you know, help build up some stars there, or even Char- well, Charlotte was there, but she barely got to do anything though. But, mm-hmm. or even people that's not, you know, really great in ring, like, uh, like Mandy Rose and Dan Brooke, they can go there to NXT for a little bit, get better, you know, come back to the main roster, send some people from NXT up, and, you know, get some exposure there before, you know, potential full time call ups would do. So there's a lot of ideas there, I would do. Uh, I think I feel like uh, Frankie Monet, uh, Ty Valkyrie. So I feel like she's like definitely a main roster like type. Of, uh, yeah, I'm surprised she didn't go straight to the main roster. Because you know she, she should have uh, went to the main roster. Yeah, because she's uh, married to uh, John Morrison. So. Yeah, and, no, that's a that, that can fit right there. You know. Yeah. And, so it's John Morrison's wife, and you know they can't be like uh, the Hollywood couple, and uh, maybe Miz gets jealous of that because you know then that could let you feel between Miz and Morrison. Exactly. You like. know, Frankie Monet has <laughs> like she has a she has a character work down. Pat too, great character. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to what now. she does. I'm looking but, forward to what she does. Yeah. Um, she but she gonna bring a lot of she gonna bring a lot of eyes because she did a, she did a tremendous job at Impact. Um, I've been watching some of her matches and some of the stuff on um on Pluto. Um, I've been watching a lot of Impact and TNA uh, as of recently because. After a while, you get tired of watching the WWE. After a while, because <laughs> you get so frustrated to what they, you know, what they doing and stuff like that, and and just sitting back and watching like a company at its peak and TNA and a little bit and um soon to be Impact, you know, and see her, see a lot of the women, you know, like women you don't really see like Gail Kim, like Gail Kim, they passed up on Gail Kim so much, and the, I'm happy that she got her shine and and. and she belonged, and she's one of the head writers, I think, for Impact. I think for women, um, there. And um, speaking of you know Impact, you know, we talk about a little bit about Impact. You know, they have like a really small roster compared to the others, obviously. But um, they have Alicia, um, Edwards, Deanna, um, Pearl, 
um, Havoc, Jordan Grace, Kier Hogan, um, Kimberly, ODB is still there. Wow. Um, Rachel um, Elving, um, Rosemary Sue Young, Tasha Steeles, Taylor Wilde, and Tanel Dashwood. So that's the women's that's the um the women's roster for Impact, which is TNA, but it's called Impact Wrestling. So um nice, you know, and same thing applies to them, John. You know, they have one champion and then they have like two, you know, Kia um Kia Hogan and um and Tasha Steeles are the women's tag or the knockouts tag team champions. And with that, that's a thin that's a thin roster. Like I don't understand. Why they have, you know, like, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, John, like, like I personally would just give it the, the tag team titles and do like a semi, like intercontinental or United States, like you know, women's title or something like that. So, so at least you don't have to worry about tag teams. You can just have your secondary title and then you can still you can still produce good matches and then you know you basically it's basically like the men's division without a tag team champion. So your you know, your 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 women's your your raw women's champion that's your big title, but then you have your secondary title, which is your your um your your, your United States and your and your and your intercontinental champion for the women's division. That that's kind of that's what I would add, and I I, I do agree with you. Like I I've, I've been saying this for years. And I wish you just combined the women's roster for, for especially for WWE. Now that uh, um, there's nobody left, <laughs> and they got rid of anybody. So um, yeah um, so um, um, so anything else you want to talk about? What you know you feel is really that it needs to be worked on? Because there's, there's a lot that they need to work on. Let me um, ask you, but I just want to give like you know spotlight to like the other like. Women's promotions out there because oh yeah go ahead I mean like there's so many actually like women's promotions out there yes it's like Shimmer's been doing it since like around the mid 2000s Shine as well you know the, yes uh and of course you can go all and on about the, all the amazing uh, women's promotions in Japan you know, Stardom mm-hmm. of course is the top one Tokyo Joshi Pro is uh, probably the second biggest one uh, Ice Ribbon. Oh, there's so many more. It's like you just seriously just go all looking because you think women's wrestling in the U.S. is great. You haven't seen Japanese women's wrestling because that is um, uh, absolutely amazing. Stuff. Yes, and what they stuff. they work yeah. at, you know as hard as any male like in wrestling in general. They work and some don't even working better. So, but uh, yeah. Mission Pro, which is uh, from the Rosa's uh, promotion, that she's all women promotion on as well. Uh, let me see some more. Uh, Pro Wrestling Eve out in the UK, even though I don't like the owner of the promotion because, you know, some comments they said in the past, but that's another one. Uh, I mean, there's so many, like, at this point, I think in German wrestling, like, women's wrestling is at a premium just mm-hmm. because, you know, everyone wants it because there's so many great talents out there. There's, you know, people want to see signed in the, on TV. So even, like, in the India, they still have, like, a lot of good, uh, you know, uh, women's uh, wrestlers out there, like uh, mm-hmm. Allison K, Willow Nightingale. And there's like something more that I can't put on uh, the top of my head, but you know, Alley Cat, you know, she's never top uh, women's wrestler. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in there in general, so like, I feel like people would say, oh, yeah, you know, want to see the woman, more women's wrestling, you know, it's out there, just like, yeah. probably like no one, like, actually, like, wants to, like, are you really, do you really want to see this, or you just want, like, you just want to see it, like, in WWE or in lesser extent AEW? Yeah, are you willing to open your horizons and yeah, go outside? Exactly, and you, outside the bubble. Yeah, because you know, if you want to support women's wrestling, yes, you support it like throughout the industry. 
you know, because at least some women's uh, promotions out there, you know, they, they in general they get lesser, you know, the promise than you know the other bigger ones, but you know they're yeah. out there, so yeah, yeah, I hundred percent agree with you. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of women, um, a lot of promotions out there. I follow, like you said, you know, Shimmer off, oh, you know, obviously the Japanese stuff is amazing. That that the Japanese women's roster, you know, this is amazing talent there. That's what I mean for people who know that. That's what a lot of those um, like your Oscars and your EOS and your um all uh, all those women come from you know obviously they come from you know New Japan, all Japan women's you know all all of them well, come from there. New Japan doesn't most, know. well, most of them you know come no, from. I'm the, talking about New Japan. That is terrible, Mr. Oh well, I mean, I meant to say um all Japan's you know um um that so. Well, they, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, it just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, uh, it's just that every large Japanese promotion is, is uh, separated by like women's, all women's and uh, all men's. So. Yeah, they separate, yeah. So. Yeah, it's technical when it comes to that stuff over there. But, um, yeah, but, but when it comes to, you know, there's a lot of other promotions out there that, um, a lot of indie promotions who do really well and, um, like you said, like John said, you just have to be able to open your horizons and not stick to stick to raw to, to WWE or even AEW. You know, AEW is doing a good job of it because they are doing interpromotional stuff with Impact and you know, uh, Ring of Honor and stuff like that. So they are opening that bridge, unlike WWE, probably whatever will, um, knowing how Vince operates. You know, but um, I'm I'm happy that a lot of them are getting that exposure, and I'm hopefully down the line when Rampage does come, you know, when that does happen during the fall, we'll get to see some of those women wrestlers get those get that shine and maybe some spotlight. You know, like you you really can't do too much when you you know you shine when you are on TV. That's when your that's when your exposure gets out there, and a lot of them haven't gotten that exposure yet, and which is sad. But that's just, that's just the reality of the business for right now, for the time being, especially the way that we're living in it now with um with the with the restrictions. But everything's kind of everything's getting lifted now, so we have a little bit more leeway now. So yeah, um, yeah, like I I, I guess I um I didn't want to leave out. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm I'm actually happy you brought up those other promotions because there's a lot of great promotions out there who um who do tremendous jobs of building up women and um. Um, yeah, and the, you know, they they deserve all the respect, just like the men do. Like, like you said, you know, like Jericho and all them, you know, are right behind them, you know, trying to do storylines and stuff, which leads into an announcement they had um, was made, I think, this week, right, John, with Mickey James saying they're going to do a um, mm. all women's pay per view. So um, for NWA, I think from whatever believe, NWA gonna have their own women's pay per view. I think next month or during, one between the next month or two. So that's great. I'm happy, Mickey Jane. And obviously, I had a feeling she was going to do something for NWA because her husband works there. So I knew that was going to happen. Like you said, John, um, had a feeling that was going to happen. I'm happy that they're going to have an all-women's pay-per-view, which then they said that WWE was going to do that every year. But um, that look how that turned out. Um, <laughs> and um, and we and. One thing I will say, John, like one thing I, I did really like about WWE that they did tremendously of was the um the May Young Classic. I thought that was tremendous how they did that. I thought that was really well done. 
Uh, they only did it for two times, at, you know, sadly. But they had a lot of women from all different brands who showed up at once, you know, in that career. So they did have exposure. They did too much. You know, some women, you know, that's where we got that's probably that's where we got Bianca Belair from that. You know, Bianca Belair had our first run in that women's um in the May Young Classic and she she I think she was like in the top five, I believe, the last month. But well, I haven't watched this in a long time. But I, I know she lasted almost to the all halfway through it. I star she was a star in that whole thing. Like she, everybody really liked her. And um so yeah, so but you but you do get your heavy hitters. I think that's kind of what's lagging now. Um for WWE's like they don't have a lot of people that's you know, who shows their talents, you know, like shows like their what they can do and you know, stuff like that. So that's the sad thing about that. Um so yeah, um so um yeah, we've been talking about you know talking about you know the women's or you know state of women's, um, and you know, but we got to talk about some of the good stuff too. Like you know they had their first Hell in a Cell match, you know, obviously with Sasha and Charlotte, I believe is the first one I think, and um, it's been such a long time ago. I think it was Charlotte and Sasha. They had the first that first match, and they had the first Iron Women's match with Sasha and Charlotte. So and the first fall cap falls count anywhere the shot. So those two are kind of the catalyst when it comes in with that. Well that amazing feud that was, you know, a few years back in twenty sixteen, I believe. So um so um so uh, okay, so uh, you know, going back to what you said earlier, you know, about um about Vonda, you know, Vonda Rousey, you know, being a big player into that woman's roster. You know when when she was there, um, do you think that was probably the best women's? I mean, besides you know, besides you know the two thousand eight run, do you think that was probably the best run we had for the women's division during that time period when Ronda was there? Because it seemed yeah. like everybody stepped their game up when Ronda yeah. was there. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's what I said earlier because it seemed like once Ronda was there, they had to. You no, know, actually, treat like the women's division with uh, you know a little more importance. It didn't seem like you know well originally like the the women's tag titles was supposed to come like during that period as well, but you know yes uh, they had to change the designs because you know I think Sasha and Bailey didn't like it or something like that. But like I said before, it's like you know like Ronda's matches to feel like a big deal, and it just seemed like the whole women's division just got elevated as well. With Ronda, I mean, not not all her matches were you know exactly you know five star affairs, but like most of them were great matches. Mm-hmm. Even it wasn't like the t- technically good, but it was still great. Uh, and like I said, we got Evolution uh, one out that which you know mainly came to the fact that you know days uh, deal with Saudi Arabia at the time meant that no woman could get a uh, you know appear on the show. So, mm-hmm. but you know we still got Evolution. Evolution was a fun show. You know. Yeah. For that, I know I understand they didn't really do well, uh, you know, ticket wise, but it was still a you know a fun show and had a lot of uh, you know, uh, which comparisons from uh, the women's past, you know, there's you know, mm-hmm. secret legends, the Hall of Famers come back, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm still shocked they never did number one, even like attempted number one. So it's just it makes no sense to me that you know just a, a wing, uh, once a year show for all wins pay per view like it's, you know it's an easy thing they really do here. Yeah, so it's, it's just not like I'm not. It's, it's not like I'm like asking you guys to put like WrestleMania here in the second one. It's just you know just have a nice uh, 
show for the woman here, you know, the, the, the work hard. But, and like I said, I feel like once, you know, and it come, it come in the age in the, you know, uh, the WrestleMania 35 uh, main event, you know, you know, for the first time ever, they actually made WrestleMania, you know, the woman here. And yeah, of course, that, yeah. come, that was a company that Becky Lynch's rise to like the top of the company. And like at that point, she, like she was really like the top person in the company here. Um, you know, she was like super over, you know, selling merch left, right. She's like the top star. But like, I feel like once Ronda left, that's just kind of like the general interest. But from a day standpoint in the women's division, it's kind of like, you know, went downhill. You know, mm. Becky Lynch didn't actually uh, have, you know, she didn't have the greatest uh, run post me. Yeah, she she did you know held the belt for like a I think a year at that point. Yeah, but, the almost a year, about a year. But, you know, yeah, she, she was uh, stuck. You know, feeling with Lacey Evans, which you know, Lacey was like too new for the main roster, so yeah. wasn't really having great matches there. Had a random match with Natalia, which didn't really do anything. Mm. She had a good match with uh, Sasha inside the cell, which was good. yes. Yeah. yeah, but then she uh, got stuck with a team of Charlotte again, which you know we've seen. That. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, then uh, it's just going to feel with Shayna, where Shayna bit her neck, and you know they had the they had already matched uh, WrestleMania all things considered, but then you know Becky Lynch realized that she was pregnant and uh, you no know, give the uh, women's champ vacated the women's championship to Oscar. So uh, yeah. I do feel like uh, Becky Lynch is coming back though. I feel like you know, especially with SummerSlam and the crowds come back. So maybe yeah. Becky Lynch could be a spark, but you know that's just you know one person you know trying to carry a whole division here, which you know. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting, um, um, expecting, I'm expecting, you know, Becky to come back and, um, you know, wreck house. Um, she's really, 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 um, really well missed. Um, especially with the ring that you know Rhea's having. I'm surprised in the ring that she's having. Like I said, I haven't been watching. Um, I haven't watched Monday Night Raw in, in months, actually. Um, and um. I just watched the snippets online, and it's it's not uh, like this. The booking is so bad, like <laughs> for this. Like this, I'm just confused. Is, is Rhea a face or a heel? A... I, I don't know, John. Like I, I think she's a heel. I think she's a heel. Um, they were booing her the last time I saw it, and I'm like, no, really? no, right? No, no. I guess. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah, like. it's like I'm. I'm just like entirely tired. Of, like Charlotte's and like her. Yes. Her. It's just like she's. Well, they keep adding new uh, ranks to her to, like record, but it's, like 13 time like a champion, and it's just like at a certain point, like, well, who cares if she comes? You know, the 14 time or whatever. It's just like, well, obviously they're trying to do it so she gets 16. You know, to uh, yeah. match Ric Flair, but like the problem is like Charlotte. Like thirteen time champion, like next closest would be like Sasha, and like she's only like a five time champion. Mm-hmm. Like so, Sarah already has double the amount that you know the next closest person has. Like Trish Stratus, when she retired, she was like seven time champion, and mm-hmm. Charlotte almost has double the amount that Trish had. So yeah, and, and, you know Charlotte's not gonna slow down anytime soon. So like no, you know, so, so of course like it's just uh, I, like I wish they would just put like someone new for a while. And, like, yeah. They kind of do that with Rhea, but like this old, but it's like still she's still feuding with Charlotte here. So mm-hmm. it did like like I said on SmackDown, Bianca she has no one really to feud with because like the roster yeah. is so small. And that's so, crazy, you know, when you look at it from that point of view. Like you know, you know, you have Rhea, who's you know Rhea, and you know, and and let's get into that. You know, let's let's get let's get let's get into it. Like you know, them pushing people that don't need they don't need to be pushing. Like you know. 
Like, you have two fresh champions who people, I think, genuinely like, you know, and yeah. Bianca and Rhea Ripley. You know, yeah. I, I know she's a heel-ish. I don't know if she's a I mean, heel yeah, or not, yeah. but yeah, people I do genuinely so. like them, too. I feel like, though, if, uh, I'm going to knock this Bianca, but uh, it's only knock back against Rhea that she's still the relatively young, like, she's still mid-20s. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, they can push her, but, like, it's not the end of the world if she, like, loses. Yeah. You look at like most of the women's roster. A lot of them are like that uh, early thirties type uh, yeah. range. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not like the other world thing. You know, there's a long career ahead of her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a long career ahead of her, um, which is great for her. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to what she does. But the way that's looking like. The way he, the way her writing is right now is not good at all, man. She, she, she ain't going to last. So that, and that's what you can tell. Like you know, how you go from not the best writing, well, some semi good writing in NXT to horrendous writing in in, in the main roster it's, for these I women. Mean, it's, it's the creative. So, it's, it's like it's like it's, night and day. It's the, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the creative. It's yeah. the, on the raw SmackDown, they write how like Vince wants it to be written and. Uh, in uh, NXT, you know, you have like more freeway to be yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And it's kind of you know it's sad, you know, like like for instance, like you know, going back to you know Rio like, had like I think I, I know I think you know um, I had a successful reign in NXT. You know, obviously, yeah, it was it was kind of too short. Yeah, yeah. Now I was about to get to that. She had the big moment where she beat uh, Shayna on NXT. Yeah. For the crowd. Yep. But after that, it, it, it's the weirdest thing because I remember, like, that even before that, from like when she showed up to NXT, especially like around November, around Survivor Series time, when she was like kind of like the captain for Team NXT mm-hmm. and Survivor Series. But like a lot of people were like, yeah, Rhea's the big next big deal here. Like, a, like a lot of people in wrestling in general like were saying, like, oh, yeah, Rhea's. You know, gonna be that you know, got a big star in the future, and like a lot of people were like uh, excited to see her. But then she, like, after she won the title, it just seemed weird because everyone was just like, yeah, we're over Rhea. We want Bianca to be like NXT Women's Champion. And it was like, it was, it, it was weird. And it's like one of those things I still can't like pinpoint what exactly Rhea did because she was only champion for like a month. But like a lot of people, kind of, uh, that's back when I still used to catch like the end of NXT after uh, Dynamite went off the air. So they, they, I remember, like they would have like the little battle royal term the next women's contender, and like people were like, yeah, we want Bianca. You know, everyone's cheering for Bianca to win the the women's title. And I was thinking mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, uh, but Rhea's still guy. But like a lot of people were already off like the the Rhea bandwagon at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people were disappointed that Bianca wasn't involved in the uh, WrestleMania yeah, match. I, I, I like, remember that too. I remember uh, that. Yeah, now. A lot of people thought that. Uh, Bianca was going to get involved in the Charlotte Rhea match, but like, no, yeah. they didn't really do anything for Bianca at that point. And I feel like, I feel, I don't know, this is a kind of weird thing. I feel like, uh, I mean, Rhea's still kind of, you know, s- s- mostly popular for uh, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, at that time period, I feel like a lot of people just kind of got off the like Rhea bandwagon, like how it was for like November, December was. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, you know, like, it's nothing against Rhea, obviously. I just think, you know, um, the thing about what they like, so I think with Bianca fans, I think Bianca just has like that, you know, that likable per- personality 
than what Rhea has. Like, I think people would see, you know, nothing against Rhea. I'm not going to say, you know, nothing against her. I think she, she, she's tremendous. You know, she does great for what she's for what she's accomplished right now. It's just that Bianca, does all, ever since day one, she, she really hasn't switched. And you know mm. she, you know she, she worked, and you know both of them, both of these ladies worked hard to what they get to. Mm-hmm. But Bianca, you know, to see her growth from the, you know, um, you know, from the from from the women from the May Young Classic to where she's at now is just mm-hmm. night and day. I think people, you know, kind of realize like, wow, you know, maybe we chose wrong because you know, forget, you know, like real was in NXT UK at first. So a lot of people didn't really watch that when she became champion there and didn't see her work there, you know. Um, and you know she she did tremendously there, being the first um champion of uh, for UK. But we kind of grew to like Bianca more. We saw yeah. Bianca like, more, like and Bianca, she had those matches. I feel I feel like Bianca is like definitely more natural. Yes. I feel like I feel yeah. like even though Rhea's still good and you know she's also like a lifelong fan, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people kind of see it like I was kind of like the, the company pick in Rhea. Yeah. yeah. But like like I said, with Bianca is just like way more natural, way more personal, and you mm-hmm. know for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's, it's not yet, you know like you know we could we could get into that topic, but we're not going to say it. But you know it's just you know yeah yeah, yeah we're not going to say it, but it's just. Yeah, Bianca just gives you that like, dang, you know, she 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 really is the EST. Like, she can do these amazing things. She's super athletic, gorgeous to a T, and just she carries herself right, you know. And she and she backs it up really well. She's strong as heck, you know. She just she just has this personality that people just gravitate to, and that's why you know people probably was like, you know, maybe. Maybe we picked wrong. Maybe we should have had, you know, Bianca. Maybe we should have chose Bianca over Rhea. And um, and obviously, like I can say, you know, I mean, at the end at of the day, time, we have at the yeah, time. Yeah, you know. I mean, then we have both now. Yeah, yeah. Like, and right I mean, now we got both. So. Yeah, I feel like pick and choose now. <laughs> I, I feel like Bianca definitely has like at this point the more momentum on our side. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Especially now with um. Coming off of a great match with Sasha, probably one of the better um, WrestleMania matches with those yeah. two. That match was awesome. I I've, mm. I've watched it like a couple weeks ago, and man, that match was so good. That that first that first night of WrestleMania was awesome, and that that closure WrestleMania was like woo. That was a really great match, and I, I give I give props to both of those women, Sasha and Bianca. Mm. For just mm-hmm. bringing in that 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 should be a match in the year candidate. Hopefully it will be. Um, but um, but yeah, and, you know, and you know, nothing against you know Rhea and um and Oscar. You know, like uh, you know, obviously, um, that match was good too. But you know, we all knew what was going to happen. If Rhea Rhea wasn't supposed to be in that that spot, it was supposed to be Charlotte. She got COVID and. They had to yeah. scramble for a person. They brought in Rhea. Rhea beat Oscar at WrestleMania, and this is where she's at now. So, and it was supposed to have been Oscar against uh, um, Charlotte, and Charlotte. So, and and you know, and obviously, you know, like I said, you know, let's get into it. You know, like you know, are you getting tired of seeing? You know, you know, obviously, we're getting tired of seeing the same women. 
you know, over and over again. But um, for for Charlotte, you know, it, I, I remember you saying this before, I think in an earlier podcast, and you were saying, like, it seemed like all of the four horsewomen, I even told my father this, uh, all the four horsewomen had some type of evolution and changed their changed their personality or changed their gimmick. Um, um, Becky Lynch became the man. Sasha became the blueprint. Uh, B- Bailey became the the role model. You know, all three women had their fall when people you know love that they changed their characters. They they evolved. The only one that hasn't evolved is was you know Charlotte. Charlotte's been playing the same character ever since she got to the main roster, and you know, and I, and you said you know that um they trying to push her to be the next Roman Reigns, but even Roman Reigns is not Roman Reigns no more. Roman Reigns is the head of the table. He's the head of the table. He can do and say whatever he wants, and he 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 rejuvenated his whole career from this character change. So, what would you like? What do you think is the issue? Why they keep pushing Charlotte? You think it's because of the name flair? What do you think in general of that whole situation with Charlotte? You know, I mean, do you think she's the you know the best? I mean, even though I feel like there's like several people above her, you know, mm-hmm. both in ring and you know charisma and uh, promo wise, but yeah, I just think they just think uh, she's you know the best, so they just get behind mm-hmm. her. I feel like it's easier to you know, push someone to the top in the you know women's division just because there's you know less uh, people in the division than for the men, like compared to Roman Reigns. You know, there's always but you know for the women, I feel like just you know people still. I mean, I feel like Charlotte still has you know a good amount of fans as well. So yeah, I feel like at a certain point, it just kind of came overkill mm-hmm. at the expense you know like a, you know rest of the women's division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm. Um... I can't say I'm a fan. Like I, I'm, I like her, but I'm not like a huge fan like the other three. Like I, I like I think you know I, I've always been a Becky Lynch. I've I've always been a Becky Lynch stand and a Sasha stand for so long, especially Becky because um I always thought that you know everybody always kind of downgraded her from the four and felt like she was kind of the, the outlier out of the four. You know, it, it was always like you know. Charlotte, Sasha, then Bailey, then Becky, out of the four horsewomen. Uh, but I always felt like be up Becky. Whenever she gets that shot, she's gonna kill it. And now look, look what she has. She became the man, and and um, and she hasn't looked back since. You know, she rejuvenated her career. You know, was a probably she is probably the longest reigning Raw Women's Champion of all time. I think right now. So um. And we wish we would have got the match between her and um and and, and um Ronda Rousey. I think everybody wanted to see that match, but mm-hmm. then they had to put in Charlotte. Like I, yeah, you see, and, and that's not, and, and that goes into that that goes into my next question. Like, why do you think they keep putting her into these big high profile matches? You think it's necessary to put her in these profile matches? It's just because they see title picture. It's just because they see her as the big star of the, of the company, and you know they're just they're, they're not going to have. Well, I mean, the people, the powers in charge, just don't see it any other way. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, the, like that WrestleMania match. Like, going back to that, 
that match was already set in stone from that Survivor Series program with um with uh with the infamous you know um breaking you know um, Becky breaking her nose, but that was not Jax that did it. But that whole period of you know like you know, Becky's gonna get you know. Um, uh, uh, Vonda, like, can you imagine that amount of publicity that match? That match was already supposed to probably happening, but then, then once you add, be uh, you know, Charlotte, and oh no, well, you know, when you add Charlotte into it, it's like you don't know who's gonna win, like, you don't know if Charlotte's gonna win, or yeah, so, um, so yeah, you know, um, go up, um, so, um, so. So I mentioned earlier, you know, um, when posting this um, about future episodes, um, I was going to do like a nice, do a Hall of Fame, you know, should they be in the Hall of Fame or not? And I think that's going to probably be not, not the week after we're going to do that. Um, next week is going to be, we're going to continue the series for um, Nickelodeon next week. But I wanted to do one for um, the women's thing, because I didn't think we're going to have time to do it. For the, We could probably do the men's. But I wanted to do like, should they some Hall of Fame or not? So I have the list of all of the women in um in the WWE Hall of Fame right now, and I'm not gonna say all of them because a lot of them we probably don't know because we won't time. But I will name the ones that we know of and we've seen them compete in the ring. And should they be in the Hall of Fame or not for their accolades? So yeah, um, so um, I do have the list up, um, and I'll I'll read them off. And um yeah, we'll go from there. So for first off for the women's um Alondra Blaze, do you think she'd be in the Hall of Fame or not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly, the problem with, with Dice Hall of Fame is there's no set criteria. Yeah. It's just like they just put everyone in. You know, okay. it's just like who's like you know, you know who's uh like in the good graces of Day at the moment, so <laughs> I mean, that's that's the truth to it. There's no real, yeah, you know, criteria. Or, there's no, like, oh, you have to be memorable or you have to win, like, certain amount of champions. They just put, like, you know, a lot of people in there, so. Yeah, and that's the reason I mean, why I, I, I kind of wanted to do this is because, yeah. you know, I, mean, I, I wanted to see. Girl, just definitely, because, you know, her work, you know, as Medusa and as Lundra Brace, early 90s, and, you know, she was a trailblazer, you know, uh, mm-hmm. for women's wrestling, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the, the reason why. Uh, uh, sorry, okay. okay. She's just uh, the one didn't really get like enough due respect in like that time period because like the women's division, early nineties WWF wasn't you know wasn't great. They had like a couple wo- good women, but they never really you know did enough with it. Like they cut their match from, like WrestleMania and put it on Raw the next mm-hmm. night instead. So, but you know, <laughs> it, uh, it was great. So, yeah. The, the so the reason why you know like. Because I've been watching some stuff on TikTok, funny enough. And, um, you know, they, they were doing football and, you know, saying, like, you know, um, like naming, like, some, you know, some people who, who who you think should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, for one instance, with Eli Manning, um, which we'll, we'll get to in a, in a, in a, in a um, late episode down the line. Like, does he, is he, does he belong in the Hall of Fame or not? And people were actually kind of questioning him. So it's like, does he be, does he actually belong in the Hall of Fame? I think he does, but we'll get into that, you know, when we do the NFL ones. But um, I, I, the reason why I'm doing for the WWE, like I, I like I, I 100% agree. They just put anybody in the Hall of Fame, 
it doesn't matter. Did <laughs> they don't have no actual, you know, building where you can see these people in and nothing like that. They like said they if women's in the good graces, they gonna put them in a hall. But I, I, I just want to, you know, see like where we stand as far as like you know, do these, do these particular women or men hall of fame like or in hall of, hall of fame caliber? That's that's what I'm wanting. That's the reason why I'm wanting to do this. Um. So uh, yeah, but yeah, Hunter Braves, no question. I think he should be in the hall. Get from his Monday night Monday night war thing when she threw the threw the um the women's title into the trash can, which set off uh years and years and years of hatred <laughs> between for for her and WWE. So yeah, um, Beth Phoenix, um, um, Beth Phoenix is in the Hall of Fame. Do you um do you believe she should be in the Hall of Fame or not? Right yeah. now, it's no yeah. brainer. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. Yeah, Beth, Beth deserves to be in the hall. Um, she tre- tremendously, you know, multi-time, um, great ring performer. She was all she's all she had the whole package. You know, she was really great, and she'll come back anytime she wants to. You know, obviously she'll come back every now and then. Um, I'm gonna do them two. Do these two as a set. You probably know where I'm getting at. Bree and Nikki Bella, do you think those two should be in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I mean, like or yeah, like or not, they're very popular, and you know, else, yeah. especially outside the company. Uh, Nikki was also, uh, a, I think she still was the longest running Divas champion. So is yeah. Time. Uh, and like I said, they were very popular at two uh, reality shows. Nikki was mm-hmm. also a Destiny Star, so I mean, yeah, I, also, I mean, I'm not gonna argue against them. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, Nikki was a uh, Nikki was a uh, good wrestler at the end, toward the end of her career. Say, I was going to say that Brie, too. Not so much, uh, even though Brie had like a couple months where she actually was got really good as well. Now both of them were former women's champions as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I was gonna, I was actually going to you all the answer that question. I was, I was actually going to say that you know, out of the two, Nikki was the better wrestler. She, I think she actually when I used to watch Porter Bell, she was a bigger. She was she was more into wrestling than Brie was, so um, that kind of tells you it right there. Um, and I don't know if you know, but you know they they said they are willing. They said they want to come back and get, they want to come back and win the tag team title. So I mean, I, I've been hearing that for like the last three years. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh no, here we I mean, go. Never issues there. There's no tag team division left. Yeah, so, I mean. yeah. There's no point. So um, I'm 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 actually going to do that. I'm going to do her last. And see what we the last um Ivory, do you think she believes she belongs in the Hall of Fame or not? Yeah. Same. I think you, you know um, I mean, no, no, I am sorry, I guess I mean a lot of these just seem like no brainers. Like most yeah. of these were just like member women uh, multi time women's champions and you know. So it's just kinda of like, yeah, these deserve to be Hall of Fame because you know, just I feel like in general, just even for like the women, it's just kinda of like a lower bar in general. So Yeah. Yeah, um, Jacqueline, you think she deserves to be in the hall? Yeah, yeah. The first yeah. uh, black woman's champion in history as well. Also, yeah. cruiserweight champion. So yeah, he she was. Yeah. Actually, uh, I don't know, <laughs> male uh, championship. So yeah, um, this is no blame. You probably gonna say lead him. Yeah, Lita deserves to be in the hall, no question. Even though need Lita was the first woman. Her and you know her and her best friend Trish, you know, and you know 
we might as well say, you know, Trish deserves to be in the Hall of Fame too. You know, those two women, you know, during that early 2000s, mid 2000s, you know, that was peak. You know, that was like my my favorite, you know, you know, besides the brown panty stuff, but like those two women carried that, you know, you know, the, the um, that, that semi women's division at that time. And, um, with their back and forth and, you know, the, the infamous, you know, um, Monday night main event between those two, which broke Leah's neck. You know, that match was awesome. That, that was the first time women, um, two women main evented raw. Um, that match was so good. I mean, I had to be watched that match. That match was really good, um, between those two. And, um, but yeah, um, so yeah, Lita, the leader interest deserved to be in the hall and they, yeah. Um, Luna Vachon, um, the next person they're going to be talking, not now, but, um, in the September and October-ish, you know, run of Dark Side of the Ring, um, but do you think Luna Vachon should be in the hall? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think so, too, yeah. Um, um, Mae Young, you think Mae Young deserves to be in the hall? Um, I mean, me personally, I would probably leave her out, but I, I understand why, just because, you know, that's where, you know, Mae Young and unfortunately yeah. Lula were, you know, very popular characters. So mm-hmm. I feel like Mae Young was like kind of just, you know, for her, you know, actually era run. But, you know, never really brings up like her actual wrestling career, like pre that point. But, yeah. You know, I mean, so like, I feel like I probably personally leave her out. But uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess that she doesn't deserve to be in it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, you, 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 you kind of, um, you kind of um have a you, you have a point. Like my father said, you know, Mike, uh, she 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 does deserve to be in the hall, but she wasn't really in WWE or WWF at the time. She was in other promotions before she got in the WWF. So, but he said, but he does think she should be in the hall. Though, so that's great. Um, a newest inductee, Molly Holly. Um, yeah. do you think she deserves to be in the hall? No, I don't. Yeah, same here. Um, sensational Shari, one of the probably one of the greatest managers. I mean, think she deserves to be in the hall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, same here. Um, um, I'm gonna do. Oh yeah. Um, Sunny, Sunny. You know, you think she deserves mm-hmm. to be in the hall? Or uh, not? I mean, you can argue. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm. I'm trying not even get to like. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's not get into the stuff that she's uh, done. So just yeah. from, like, uh, you know, her character uh, standpoint. Like her run as Sunny was like uh, uh ninety five through ninety eight in yeah. That's like and like ninety five ninety six like peak Sunny, you know. Which, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like from like yeah, I mean from like a, I I don't know. I feel like from a character standpoint, like she was like very popular that uh-huh. period. But then it just seemed like it's like it was such like a short run because yeah. then by like late ninety seven they started face Sunny out, and then like ninety eight she was mm-hmm. only there to match like the Road Warriors for a couple months, and then. Mm-hmm. I was around from uh, ECW and DCW for a while. Uh, made a couple of appearances here and there. I feel mm-hmm. like the only reason she's there because she was like the original, like you said, the original diva. Yeah. That like time period. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'll probably leave her out. Say, uh, yeah, I was going to uh, say you know, yeah. Personally, I, I think yeah. I, I would. I would yeah, but I, I was actually gonna, you know, you know, you, you made my point. I was actually gonna, I was, I, I was actually not gonna put it in the hall. Like I feel like, you know. I like Sonny. I think, you know, besides the stuff she does off, you know, off, you know, behind the scenes, you know, the stuff, you know, that many things that's been told and said. Um, but um her character work from ninety, like I said, ninety-five to ninety-eight, 
has been, you know, pretty decent, you know, not the best, but, you know, she's a great manager, you know, like you said, you know, her, her, her thing was that she was the first woman to do these, you know, to be, to do these things, you know, the first diva, so um, I understand why she's in the hall, but um, for me personally, I don't think she deserves to be in the hall, not yet, I don't think she deserves to be in it, Um, but she's in it, so, but um, I don't think she does. Um, one, um, 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 two more that we can get to the, to the ones I think you probably know, um, Tori Wilson, Tori Wilson, you think she belongs in the hall or not? Man, you know, as much I don't as, think so. uh, me, me personally, no, <laughs> as much as like, as, as you know, eight year old me, uh, crush on Tori Wilson, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, she's popular, of course, you know, the eye candy, uh, you know, did a playboy, uh, for their day and cover, yeah. Twice actually, I, I would love her out because I feel like I still feel like the they kind of need some kind of like real conscious ever then. Yeah, they're mildly popular at the time period. Yeah, and like say, so, you know, with all due respect, you know, I like say, so I had a toy real simple like, growing up, so, yeah, but like, uh, yeah, I, I would love her out, I will leave her out. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I understand that you know that, but mom was Stacy Keyboard and Trish Stress, I used to love those two, um, but um. Um, yeah, for me personally, she should be out. I, I'm not out. I, her A ring wasn't the best, and obviously, and I don't know if she won a title. Did she ever win a title before? I think no. she did. No, she did win a title. Okay, so no, she did win a title, and yeah, so no, she never uh, did. oh, she never did. Okay, okay, so uh, yeah, I mean, nah, she don't she, she no, no offense to her. I don't think she deserves to be in the hall. Um, um, but it, I mean, it is what it is. Um, uh, Wendy, Wendy Rickner, Wendy Rickner. Um, yeah. that's a definitely yes, yeah. Wendy deserves to be in the hall, no, no question. Especially, um, you know, should I just give background, but she was part of the uh, you know, uh, early mid uh, rock and wrestling connection, you know, yes, as was. popular as uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, Hogan was at that period, and then Wendy Rickner as well, coming out with uh, being managed by uh, C- uh Cindy Lauper, uh, doing yeah. This- Specials at the time was also, you know, just a big as a deal, you know, during that yeah. period. So, of course, yeah, exactly. another uh, no brainer. Okay, so now we're going to get into, and this, this, these two are we going to close it out with. Um, and then two are probably the most controversial women wrestlers, arguably, of um, professional wrestling today. Um, China and Fabulous Mula. Um, so let's start off with, um, Fabulous Moolah. Um, do you think Fabulous Moolah should be in the hall? Yes or no? Um, from from what from what we know from Dark Side of the Ring, and from what we've known from the stuff that's been told in in um um and you know and in, in, in stories and stuff like that of her time in wrestling, do you think she deserves to be in the hall? In, in the Hall of Fame now, she now no. Uh, okay. I honestly, feel, I feel like I'm surprised they haven't removed her at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess someone you know still thinks she's you know insane or whatever. It's just in the past, so they can't do anything. I mean, mm-hmm. you asked me before that stuff came out before everyone knew. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, longest uh, you know women's champion of all time. But you know, after the fact, I removed her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because yeah, I mean that's kind of no premier, just uh, horrific stuff that you know she did. Yes, so. yeah, man. Like, 
Like, um, there's some stuff on there, and I'm like, oh, geez, like, you know, um, and I, I, I like Moolah. I, I like Moolah, but it's kind of hard to like her after what's been said about her, you know, um, past few years, you know, past, like, you know, you know, a few years, but I don't think, you know, um, you can't, you, you can't really say, um, some stuff about that, you know, uh, but I, do, I don't think she belongs in the hall right now. I think you, they need to take her out, you know, uh, but it, it is what it is. Like I said, maybe somebody in the higher ups that still kind of wanted to be in the hall. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't think, you know, what we know now, um, and that, and and that's another thing we have to talk about at some point. Like you know, you know, with the dark side of the ring and all these other you know wrestling documentaries and stuff like that that we've been watching. You know, it's hard to you know from you know to differ to differentiate you know the performer, the wrestler from the the actual person sometimes because you know obviously like. You know, for instance, for her, for instance, you know, she's a great performer, you know, the longest reigning women's champion of all times. But all that stuff just gets shuffled out the way. And then you always will have that that outlier, like, you know, as a person, what she was doing behind the scenes. And just everything she did in the ring is gone. And then you just worry about that. So that's something we have to talk about maybe down the line, you know, about some of these wrestlers and women, you know, some of these wrestlers who, um, who have great in-ring careers, but did a lot of stuff behind the scenes that um they may call all the version of dark side of the ring, and <laughs> um and we'll talk about a little bit about that, but that's something for the future though. Uh, so last but not least, you know, um, arguably probably one of my favorite women's wrestlers. Well, I mean, she wasn't the best wrestler, but um she transcended a lot. How women are today, especially the one that we mentioned before, Beth Phoenix in um, China. Does China belong in the Hall of Fame, in your opinion? I feel like if you just, you know, as a performer, you know, as a performer, as a wrestler, China, absolutely. I feel like the only thing is just, you know, her, you know, outside the ring, her personal wrestling career just kind of put. You know, she and there's just a, a, a track story as well for China, for China. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Vice is actually doing a documentary. Yes, it's the seventeenth. Yeah, okay. I was going to tell you, yeah. I don't forget to watch that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but like I said, as a formula, she was very popular. You know, during the yes. era, you mm-hmm. know, she was also the first one to win. You know, a male championship. She was the Air Power champion for a while. You know, I was kind of think she was like like attraction because like she was b- way bigger than you know the typical woman at that time. So she often you know fought the uh, uh, men. You know, and she was really over as well, very popular. So I, yeah, I think so. I mean, like I say, you got you got like we're trying to just kind of got to put like aside. I mean, she did. Obviously, it's just like personal issues, like a lot of you know yeah. addiction and stuff like that. You know, her you know years long grudge gets like triple addiction. So. But you know, n- not nearly as terrible as uh, ever. Uh, people in the Hall of Fame or you know, other wrestlers did. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like it was deserved. I, I feel like I feel like the only issue was you know, kind of like lumping with uh, with DX as their uh, uh, Hall of Fame. So he never gave her like her own spotlight. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and that's and that's you know going to you know that you know um like me and my father had this conversation too. You know while I was um. 
while I was watching Dark Side of Ring, and they were talking, you know, you know, talk about her, the little the device thing, the device thing they're gonna do for her this um on the on the seventeenth. That's on Thursday. Um, you know, I was like, I, I'm I'm happy that they uh you know are somewhat acknowledging her, you know, because like for you know for years they didn't acknowledge her. They didn't even they didn't want nothing to say about her. It took them a long time, and and. My, you know, like we said, you know, we were talking about, like, you know, I, I was saying, I said, I wish that they would put her in the hall for her, for her individual things that she accomplished, like being the first woman to win, you, you know, first woman to be in the Royal Rumble, first woman to win the Intercontinental title, you know, first, you know, you know, and she, she was a, you know, I said she wasn't the best wrestler, but she did have, you know, she was a, you know, a great manager. You know, did a lot of stuff, you know, as far as like a lot of accomplishments and stuff like that for women. You know, made that bridge, you know. You can say that with you know say that with Sable too, but Sable probably would never be in the hall. But China was like that one that guys love women, you know, everybody loved I think everybody genuinely did like China, you know, um, you know, during that time in the attitude era. But um um but yeah, you know, this like you said, that's that's the stuff, you know, she had to deal with the addiction and stuff like that and then all those other things. You know, we're not gonna get into that stuff, but um you can look it up online, guys, for China. Um and um there's a lot of some stuff about it, but um uh, but I, I don't think that should overshine her um her her, her accomplishments in WWE because she has some great accomplishments in WWE and um and even a little bit outside of it to to a degree. But um, but you know, going back to, but do you think she will ever be? Do you think she will ever, you know, be inducted by herself, individual? Or do you just this bet is just do NX, just do DX for her? Do you think it's safe to do uh, DX thing for her? I mean, it could be. I, I mean, they still could do the individual in, in, induction. But I feel like they just kind of, I don't know. I mean, I gotta see how they do on their uh, website. Because mm-hmm. they have like a separate one for China alone, then it's probably not gonna happen. But they just lumped her in with DX, and I feel like yeah. it's, it's a possibility still can happen. Because you know, I, I think when they um when they announced that they was going and um when they announced that DX was going in the hall, and then they mentioned China was going to be in it, people were genuinely, genuinely happy. I had to admit, like everybody was, you know, up in arms about it on Twitter, and everybody was happy that you know. You know, people were happy. They're kind of upset a little bit because they didn't think that she was going to be in there individually. But it's probably going to be the closest thing we're going to get to her being in there individually for the time mm-hmm. being. You know, we I mean? never, never, never say never for WWE. But I think this is a good thing for her for right now. But maybe next, maybe year, maybe a couple years from now, maybe they look back at her stuff and be like, okay, you know, she did do these things, and um, she should be um. In the hall and the division, because she did accomplish a lot during her tenure and 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 during the attitude era. So yeah, John, you know that, and that's what we're looking forward to. You know, like this is this is kind of what I've been wanting to do. You know, I've been you know wanted to do. You know, um, the next time we do this is going to be the um, <laughs> we're going to do the men's one. So um, they'll do like the men's WWE Hall of Fame, and so we're not going to do we're going we're going to do we're going to try to do all of them, but not not the ones like like there, there is a few other women on here. That, but I, I didn't say that man's because a lot of it we probably don't know because he wasn't born yet. But we'll probably do him next time. But um, but yeah, that's that's the um, that's kind of how we're gonna do the Hall of Fame stuff. Like, do they they should be in there or not? So um, 
Um, before we go, eh, yeah, before we get off, let's just give our quick predictions about Takeover if we're gonna watch it. Um, Bronson Reed and MSK versus um, Lingado Del Fantasma. Who you got in that one? It's yeah. all the titles are on the line tonight, too. Yeah, then, uh, then Bronson just won the title. So, uh, he just he won the title, yeah. yeah. Bronson and MSK. Yeah, same. I got them two winning. Um, uh, Raquel Gonzalez against Evan Moon for the NXT title. Um, yeah, I think I think Raquel's going to win that. I think she's going to retain. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I think Raquel's going to win. Yeah, same man. Um, Mercedes Martinez versus Zaya Lee. Um, that's might be a pretty cool match. Um, who you got in that one? Uh, Zaya Lee. Okay, I got I got Zaya Lee too. Win that. Um, um, LA Knight. Who is Eli Drake against Cameron Grimes in a ladder match for the vacant million dollar championship? What you got in that one? Uh, LA Knight. I am. I'm hoping LA Knight's. I'm hoping LA Knight wins it. Um, he, he needs a big win. I think this is probably the big one he he, he needs. Um, I know a lot of people are saying talk about him online on Twitter saying he's he he sounds like he wants to be the Rock so bad, and I'm a. Oh, it's just just two different comparisons, but okay. No, um, he I, as someone who's watched him in Impact, he completely like rips off the Rock. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, he, okay. I mean, not. I, not, I, I don't really watch I, Impact like I, that, so I haven't seen him enough in NXT really judge, but like, yeah, his Impact run, he was completely like I'm gonna do like 1998, 1999 The Rock. Okay, he was like it was like it, I mean he has some he has a couple good like one liners. Like uh-huh. that, like our thing, but like everything else is just very like, like I'm gonna do like a safe thing, like right there, like 1999. So yeah, okay. So I guess it is true. <laughs> and um, the the last match, the fatal five way, um, Karrion Cross versus Kyle Ryan versus Adam Cole, baby, Johnny Gargano, and um, Pete Dunne for the NXT Championship. Who do you got in this match? As much I actually, as- I actually have a. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I actually had Karrion Cross winning it, but I see a surprise win. I actually see like Adam Cole winning this title back. I actually do see that happening. Um, he's had he been having a he's been having the upper hand as of late, you know, for all, for all or the rest of the four guys. So I, no, no, I just see him winning lose, it, though. huh? So that usually means they're gonna lose a match, though. Hey, that, yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's the true. wrestling tradition uh, stands that I mean, like everyone who. The person who always gets the upper hand usually loses uh, on the uh, pay per view match. So. Ah, that's true. Yeah, I uh, remember that. Much, I'm watching this one. This one is a little weird because, like, I I don't like the only person I can really realistically see one is Cross, and I I I strongly dislike Cross. Oh, you don't like Cross? <laughs> I, I don't like him. This dude's like, yeah, I don't like Cross. Uh huh. Uh, but it's like Adam Cole, well, he's, he's already like a champion for like over a year, so I, I don't uh-huh. feel like you'll put. It's like Pete Dunne doesn't really do anything, so from from what yeah. I can tell, I mean I feel like Pete Dunne should be a bigger deal than what he actually is. He just it's kind of there. Uh, Gargano, I, I don't think they're gonna put the belt. I mean they could, but they, he was just North American champion. Uh-huh. I feel like it was just redoing the same thing again. Uh, Kyle Riley, I feel like at one point he seemed like the. A good contender, but he, he just he doesn't. I don't think I don't think he's gonna be a top guy. So, no, I, so? I mean, no, I mean, him. He started doing the cool kind of thing and started looking like dressing like a dork, in my opinion. <laughs> so he started coming, started coming out wearing uh, jean jackets and fedoras. I'm like, 
I'm like, yeah, this, this is not a top guy. This, this is not a look of a top guy here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I feel like it so just kind of leads back to Cross, but I feel like Cross is a, another person who should, you know, be on the main roster. Exactly. But I feel I feel like maybe they'll wait till like after SummerSlam and do that one for him. Mm. So I feel like Cross is probably going to retain there. Yeah. Um. Speaking of this, you know, like, like for the roster you have right now, for the roster that we got. Who do you think is willing? Who, who do you think is the this is the beat Curry and Cross? Then, in your opinion, honestly, uh, you see, like the things I barely pay attention to NXT, so. Like I don't really like like see it like the thing like who's like really b- being built up in his mouth. Uh-huh. So like at this, like, at this point, it's kind of like hard to really make it. Like I said, uh, like like Kyle Riley, if you still like back when we still kind of like still in undisputed era was like fine. Mm-hmm. Really, but like he's like the way he dresses nowadays, he like the fedora and everything, just seem like <laughs> uh, so uncool that it's like man, this guy doesn't really see me. Like yeah, I obviously you still go with the Alan Cole, but I feel like you know that's kind of been there, done that, you know. Yeah. Like Alan Cole do something else for for a while, but like yeah, it's kind of an issue right now. I feel like there's no one really in a position to really like be you know the next NXT champion. Yes. Like like I mean, a credible just, one, yeah. like like one that's going to like lead the show. Yeah. Like I feel like everyone else is like here is going to be like a lateral move at best, you know, not uh-huh. really like moving the needle in a way. I mean, like the only one I. S- Thought we'll do it, would you know? But you know, you know, Finn Balor's on hiatus for the time being, and there's talks of him coming back to the main roster. And I don't want to, I don't know if that's going to be true. I hope he does come back, but um, I don't want him to get lost in a shuffle like he did before. Um, See, I feel and, like there, I feel like there's two guys who could be NXT champion. I feel like they just they won't put the belt because they're just both uh, cruiserweight guys, and that's uh. Swerve Scott and uh, Santos Escobar. I feel like oh. both of them have like they both of them got guys and like outside WWE stuff. So I feel like they both have like potential be like top champion, but like I feel like they won't put them on there because they both like like cruiserweights and like they even NXT doesn't really like push like the cruiserweight guys like to the top. Like maybe they'll get like North American title, but like even like the smaller guys like Finn Balor. Uh, kind of really alcohol, like they, they, you know, knows like they don't like being the cruiserweight division. Cause I feel like the, I feel like they see like cruiserweight division as like you know a step down. So, uh-huh. but, like I feel like they could just shed that you know that cruiserweight you know you know thing about them. I feel like both of them could be like top uh, the top champions here. You said um, let me see. You said uh, you said Swerve Scott. Yeah. Trying to get the face. Uh, you said Swerve Scott. Who else? Santos Escobar. Oh yeah, well Santos. Yeah, okay, I can see that. And you said Swerve Scott. Okay, let's want to see his, see his face. I think I, I know I heard the name, but Swerve Scott. Oh snap! Yeah, that's um. Yeah, he's the he's the one that, that he he has that stable I think right with um yeah, hit row, but hit row yeah I I I am actually getting behind him I actually been me and my father been getting behind him because my father was telling me that he, um he been watching some of the um the indie stuff lately too and he's actually been a champion there and um 
he's he, he actually he actually um um wrestles in um military wrestling down here. So, yeah, yeah I, 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 he actually yeah, he, he he was the champion here for a while actually in military championship wrestling. So yeah, um I actually do see him winning at you know potentially. I would love to see him win it. He is a good you know falling um but it's just it's just a, you know build him up right. That's all you got to do and um. And we'll go from there, but um, yeah, like I I I could see him winning it more than um Santos Escobar, to be honest with you. I could see Swerve Scott winning it more than um for um Escobar, but we'll just wait and see. But um, I think that's a that's another thing that we get to talk about. You know, it's like them not building up certain wrestlers or building up certain people because, like, you know, like for instance, like you know, going back to you now talking about the main roster again. You know, look at look at look at um, you know the the title pictures for um, you know Raw SmackDown like with um Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns like, you know those guys you know um the top guys but you know they don't have nobody credible to enough to beat them. Like one person that can credible enough to beat either or is Drew McIntyre on both sides, and he has one more shot to fight against you know Bobby Lashley um in a couple weeks, and if he loses, that's it for him. You know, and there's rumors about Bob, you know, Brock Lesnar, but they kind of shot that down, which I don't, you know, I don't really care like that no more. I like Brock, but I'm like, I'm kind of over that stuff right now. And, you know, my father told me there's rumors of John Cena coming back to fight against Roman. And I'm like, okay, I can see that happening. But, uh, yeah, we said to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, you know, we've been talking a while, talking about um, about the, um, the women's stuff. You know, we talk about the women's stuff. Anything else you want to add? How about the women's, you know, stuff that you want to mention before we log off for the day? No, that's it. Yep. So yeah, I'm you know, thank you. I'm about to watch E3 started right here, so. Oh yeah, it. yeah, I've been watching it too, actually. Yeah, that's so the, uh, Microsoft stuff just started. So. Yeah, so yeah, I know. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of why I wanted to, because it comes on at one. So yeah, yeah, thank you guys for um for listening to us. You know, today we talked about the state of women's wrestling. You know, we kind of. Talked about a little about the men, but we try to focus on the on the women's and the women's roster. The women's wrestling is, is, is you know, is on, it's, it's 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 hit or miss right now. But I, I, hopefully, it's gonna get better down the line for all companies. Hopefully, but um, thank you guys for listening. Next week, we'll be doing the um, continuing our favorite shows and favorite episodes from that particular show with Nickelodeon. Um, Nickelodeon. Looking forward to Nickelodeon one. And yeah, so um. Um, so thank you again, John, for you know for joining me again, mm-hmm. and then we'll see you guys next week with the Nickelodeon um um, um part, Nickelodeon for part two. See you guys next week. <laughs>